Hello, everyone, and welcome to the ninth episode of The Gelman Report. In today's episode, we are going to be doing part two of my NBA bubble restart predictions. And in this series, we go over each team individually and we talk about what I think is going to happen for them during the bubble. We talk about individual players and the whole team overall. We do a full breakdown of every single team. Uh, we did part one yesterday, so if you missed that, make sure you go check that out before you listen to this one. Um, and yeah, let's not waste any more time and let's get into the episode. So in yesterday's episode, part one, we did six teams. Um, and in today's episode, we are going to do four other teams, um, the Thunder, the Rockets, the Pacers, and the 76ers. And just before we start, I want to remind all of you to follow the Gelman Report channel on on excuse me, on YouTube. We are on the road to 100 subscribers. It would mean a lot if you would subscribe. It takes five seconds and just helps the channel out a lot. Um, and so with that being said, let's uh, get into the first team, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, so before the season um, was stopped, the Thunder were fifth in the Western Conference with a record of 40-24. and 24. And the only roster change that they have made is that Isaiah Roby, small forward, power forward, um, is not with the team in Orlando. Is he recovering from an injury? Um, not a very big loss for the Thunder. Isaiah Roby does not play a lot of minutes, is not a key player to the Thunder's success this past season. Uh, so their core roster is the same, and that's going to be very helpful for them on their um, on their way to Orlando, trying to win some games into the playoffs and go deep in, um, in the bracket. Um, and so now let's start uh, with going over um, the MVP uh, for this team. And so obviously... Uh, for most teams, the MVP is going to be their best player, and the best player on the Thunder is Chris Paul. I was thinking about, actually, no, no um, that's for the next award. Um, so, yeah, Chris Paul. So he's the best player on the team, or the best point guards in the league. Um, surprisingly, um, he's been playing extremely well. He was an all-star this year. People thought when he was uh, shipped from the Rockets over to Oklahoma City for that in that big Russell Westbrook trade, people thought that he was going to really fall off in... Um, that's kind of what happens to older players when they get, when they change teams. Um, so people thought that his career was uh, kind of over, and and yeah, and um, not just people were people were doubting Chris Paul, but also the Thunder as a whole. Yeah, there was some stat on ESPN. People were saying they have a um, less than one percent chance to make the playoffs, and they have what well, They have a guaranteed playoff spot in Orlando. So they. Um, they beat the doubters, so did Chris Paul, and they're looking good. But let's get back to Chris Paul. So as I said, mentioned before, he's been playing at an MVP level. He's the best uh, player on the team, one of the best point guards. Um, and he's going to have to continue to play at that level um, for the team to do well. And I know I keep saying that for every player, that they're going to have to continue to play at their high level. But I just, I think it's, uh, well, first of all, I think it's important to keep emphasizing that. Um, and also, it's even more important, especially because these players have had three to four months off. And there's been reports that some players, they don't have any any um, basketball, like basketball hoop, basketball court near them. And they haven't been shooting at all. And um, and so when I say that, it's important that they keep playing the time, like 
excuse me, that they were playing like they were when the season was originally uh, been playing. Um, it's not as easy as it sounds. These players have to get back into the rhythm. Um, and yeah, I just wanted to say that because I know I've been saying it a lot and it just might sound a little um, repetitive, but it is very important. So yeah, Chris Paul is going to have to continue to play at that MVP level, going to be going to continue to be the facilitator of that team um, and just going to have to lead that very, very young team into the playoffs. Uh, the X factor that I have for the Thunder, I was choosing between two players, either Dennis Schroeder or SGA, Shagios, Alexander, one of my favorite players in the league, a great young point guard. But I went with Dennis Schroeder uh, for a few reasons. One, he's been kind of the X factor for the entire year. Um, when he was this past year, no one really thought he was going to uh, play as well as he did. He's averaging um, basically 20 points a game. Um, he's in my six man of the year conversation behind uh, uh, Derek Rose and uh, Lou, Lou Williams. Um, has been playing extremely well. No one saw this coming. Um, and has been a great player off the bench. And he, yeah, he if he can um, continue to be that spark off the bench that the Thunder have been, the Thunder have had this season, um, then he is going to be uh, a big, big help for the Thunder as they try to uh, make a deep run into the playoffs. So after looking at the schedule for the Thunder, they have a, in they have, kind of a hardish but easy schedule and because of that I have them going four and four in their eight games going 500 four wins for losses and they will be the fifth seed and they will make the playoffs so they're going to be staying uh, where they are um, we're going to be going to some teams later on in this episode where I think that they are going to actually jump up from the spot that they were originally um, so let's go on to the next team that we have today which is the Houston Rockets my hometown team my second favorite team in the league right now and so before the season stopped the Rockets were right behind the Thunder with the same record of 40 and 24 but the Thunder had the tiebreaker so the Rockets were one spot behind them in sixth place um, so the Thunder and the Rockets very close together in this Western Conference uh, playoff race and the only roster change that the Rockets made was that uh, small forward Thabo Cephalosha um, would not be is not joining the team in Orlando and because of that, the Rockets signed another small forward, uh, Lamab Mute. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but he's been uh, jumping around the NBA for years now. He's on the Rockets at one point, and then the Clippers, and now uh, he's back on the Rockets. So good to have him back, a good uh, solid 3 and D player, and that is what the Rockets are looking for. Uh, so again, this is obvious. The MVP for the Rockets is going to have to be James Harden. The Rockets have a very, very good chance to win the playoffs. They are one of, I think, the four or five teams that really have a chance, the Bucks, the Lakers, the Clippers, Rockets, um, and I think either the Celtics or the Raptors, and maybe even the 76ers. So maybe it's even more like seven teams, but the Rockets have a very good chance to win the championship. And I think they've had a very good chance every single year, but they've been plagued with injury. And they've also James Harden has not been performing very well in the playoffs. He's known to be a choker in the playoffs. I don't know if I want to go that far, but it's very evident and clear that he does not play as well in the playoffs as in the regular season. But I think in this type of different uh, kind of play in Orlando, different uh, setting, hopefully James Harden can keep up that uh, regular season level in the playoffs. And he, if he can do that, He's going to be unstoppable. He's one of the most unstoppable players in the league, one of the best players in the league. I think the best scorer in the league, 
uh, one of the best scorers of all time. Um, I'm very, very high on James Harden. And if he can just not choke, I guess that's what people are going to say about him. If he can just stay consistent in his shot and just performing, uh, then he can lead the Rockets very, very far. Uh, the X factor that I have, I was going to go with Russell Westbrook, but that's kind of more obvious. Um, but so I'm going to go with a uh, relatively new player on the Rockets, Robert Covington. Um, so the Rockets in the middle of the season kind of changed their entire roster uh, by trading away their big center, uh, Clint Compella, and they kind of transferred over to a small ball uh, type of lineup, similar to what the um, uh, similar to what the Warriors did in 2015 with Draymond Green as the starting center, um, which did eventually work out for the Warriors as they did win the championship that year. So the Rockets are trying to replicate that, and they traded away Capella, and they got Covington in return, um, one of the best 3 and D players in the league. And if he can adjust to... Um, if he can adjust to that center role as kind of a small forward, power forward, um, and be the stretch five that the Rockets are, the small stretch five that the Rockets are looking for, because um, he he's played small forward most of his career on the 76ers and the Timberwolves. But if he can change his position and flourish in this new um, type of uh, position that the Rockets are wanting him to play, uh, then the small ball experiment will work, and that will help the Rockets out a lot. Um, I think their whole team is based off small ball, and Robert Covington is the last uh, missing piece that they need. Um, and yeah, if he can rebound, if he can shoot, play defense, just do everything that he's supposed to do as a 3 and D shooting player, um, then that's going to help the Rockets out a lot and help them succeed. Um, so I've looked at the Rockets' um, schedule, and it is one of the easiest, I think, um, in um, in in among these 22 teams in Orlando. So I have them going 5-3. and three. And um, right now, as I mentioned before, they are the 6th um, seed in the West. And I have them jumping to the 4th seed and beating the Thunder and... Which will... Not beating, but will... Um, they'll overtake the Thunder and the Jazz. Um, and they'll end uh, the regular season, these 8 games, as the 4th seed. So I think the Rockets have a very good chance, good roster, good schedule. And I think... Uh, um, they could take advantage of that. Uh, the next team that I have is the Indiana Pacers. So before the season ended, the Pacers had a record of 39-26, and 26, which was fifth in the Eastern Conference. Um, they have made no roster changes, uh, but at one point early, um, kind of in the whole uh, uh, news about the bubble. Uh, Victor Oladipo announced that he would not be playing. He would be traveling with the team to Orlando, but he would not be playing. But um, after uh, checking in with some doctors and just, I guess, getting back into the groove, he uh, he will be playing now, which is a big, big uh, uh, win for the, uh, for the Indy Pacers, but an even bigger loss because during one of the scrimmage games, I think it was the first scrimmage game, uh, all-star center DeMontis Sabonis hurt his foot and he will not be playing in these um, regular season games. I don't even think he's going to be coming back for the playoffs. So um, while they did get Victor Oladipo back, they did lose their second best player, which is a major, major loss for the Pacers. Um, so now let's get on to the X Factor and MVP. So the MVP I have for the Pacers is Victor Oladipo. Uh, he's only played a few games. Um, he was coming. He was coming back from a, a an ACL an ACL injury, um, and he only played a few games 
in the regular season. But last year on the Pacers, an all-star, he was fully healthy and he was carrying the team. He was averaging, when healthy, nearly 23 points a game, as I mentioned before, an all-star, one of the best pure scorers in the league underratedly. And if he can get back to his old self, his healthy self, um, an average that was 25 points a game, um, he's going to be able to lead the Pacers um Two, not, they're already in the playoffs, but he can keep them in that spot in, uh, in the fifth seed and is going to help them out a lot. An even bigger factor for the Pacers is the X factor that I have for the team, Malcolm Brogdon. So Malcolm Brogdon this past season had his first year on the Pacers. He had an okay season. Um, he has definitely regressed from his last season with the Bucks two years ago. Um... Um, his shooting percentage is down, his points per game is down, his three-point percentage is down, his assist is down, everything is, is down. Um, and But if he can go back to how he was playing with the Bucks, that very, very good young point guard, one of the best in the league, um, very elusive, athletic, great shooting, kind of an all-around player, good defender. If he can get back to what he was uh, two years ago, uh, then he can... Um, he could be that second scoring option that the Pacers are really looking for behind Victor Oladipo. And so, yeah, I'm pretty confident in Malcolm Brogdon. I know he had a pretty bad season, pretty rough season this past year, but I think he is talented enough to realize that he he's talented enough to be able to go back to what he was two years ago, and um, that is going to help the Pacers out a lot. Um, so I think that the Pacers in Orlando in these eight games, they will go three and five, um, and they will drop down to the fifth seed because the team that we're going to be talking about next is going to be um, overtaking them. And so, yeah, the Pacers uh, will go three and five and will drop down to the sixth seed and make the playoffs. The next team that we're going to be talking about is the Philadelphia 76ers. So before the season started, the Philadelphia 76ers, excuse me, were six in the Eastern Conference with a record of 39 and 26. So right behind uh, the Indiana Pacers, but the tiebreaker went to the Pacers. They had the same record. Um, so the 76ers were six in the East. Um, the only changes that they've made coming into Orlando is that they did sign a free agent Ryan broke off. Um, I think he was last on the Mavs this past year. Um, they signed him because uh, the uh, guard, guard Zaire Smith, um, is not going to be playing because he's injured. So no big changes for them. Uh, Zaire Smith did not really play, and Ryan Brokoff, I don't think, will play either. Um, and so, yeah, now let's get on to the MVP um, and X-Factor. So I think the MVP... Uh, for these eight games for the Philadelphia 76ers is going to have to be Ben Simmons. I know a lot of you would have chosen Joel Embiid, but I chose Simmons because of a few reasons. Um, one, well, really only, it's a few reasons, but it's much, we can push it into one main reason. The main reason is that for the season, before everyone was in Orlando, Brett Brown, the coach of the 76ers, announced that they would be changing the uh, lineup. They would be moving Al Horford, the starting power forward, to the bench, putting Ben Simmons in the power forward spot, and 
changing of the point guard position, and we're going to talk about that player um, after Ben Simmons. And so Ben Simmons is now going to be playing power forward. And I always thought I liked Ben Simmons at point guard, but you always hear reports of, I always hear, um, what's his name, Skips Bayless. He's always saying Ben Simmons uh, should be playing power forward. Um, and so Brett Brown, I guess, agrees with him. And um, so Ben Simmons will be playing power forward while in Orlando. And as I mentioned before, I think he sh- I like him playing point guard, but this is going to, I think, help. Even he's still going to help the. Is still going to help the, seventy sixers a lot. Sorry, I'm um, a little jittery right now. But um, so yeah. Um, and so if Ben Simmons can flourish in that new, uh, position as power forward, which is going to give more spacing for Joel Embiid, um, and the shooters, Tobias Harris, Josh Richardson, um, around is going to give more spacing for the. Uh, for all the players on the team, then that's going to really have the 76ers. And I think that Ben Simmons at power forward has a real chance to do um, similar to what LeBron did in his last year in the playoffs. Of course, LeBron was kind of the ball handler, but on defense, he really played the power forward position. He was able to uh, get the board, run and transition, pass it, all that, play great defense. And so if Ben Simmons can kind of duplicate that, um, that's going to really help uh, the 76ers a lot. Um, and just, yeah, that's going to really help their spacing and just overall their entire, entire roster. And so now the X factor is point guard Shake Milton. Uh, that was the player uh, that is will be starting for point guard for the 76ers. Before the season ended, um, he was playing extremely well, almost 20 points a game, including a 39-point um, outing in a win against the Clippers. So a very, very um, solid streak for uh, Shake Milton, and if he can continue that hot streak and that great shooting, he's one of the best three-point shooters in the league. If he continue that going, um, especially with the extra spacing that the 76ers will now have and Ben Simmons in in point guard and uh, in power forward, excuse me, uh, that's going to really help the 76ers a lot, and he can be and he can be the missing piece that the 76ers desperately needed, um, and so. I am very high on the 76ers. I think they have one of the best rosters in the league, starters and bench. And because of that, um, I think they're going to go 6-2. and two. Along with their great roster, they have a very easy schedule. They're going to go 6-2, and two, and they are going to, right now they're at the 6th seed, but they are going to jump up to the 5th seed and overtake the Pacers, and they were, are going to be making the playoffs very easily. So 76ers have a great chance, great roster, great schedule, and with this extra floor spacing with the roster change, it's going to really help them out a lot. Um, and with that... We're going to end the episode. So we did four teams today, Thunder, Rockets, Pacers, 76ers. Tomorrow's episode, we are going to be doing another four teams. So make sure you follow on Spotify and SoundCloud so you don't miss that episode. Um, And yeah, just again, make sure to follow, make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. It helps the channel out a lot. And yes, thank you so much for watching. Goodbye. Mm -hmm.